1: Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections, sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun, they're funny, they're amusing, they're entertaining, enjoy them, they're not going anywhere. Was that, what was that, like a drum thing? Let me do that, do it again. What were you doing?
0: Let's see. That was me screwing up.
1: Okay. We'll try. You want to try a drum thing real fast? We don't care. No? All right. We'll wait. Uh, the review of the Goofy... news See how we are? We're just live radio, folks. Might as well get over it. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. I cannot turn on the news and watch for more than 60 seconds without looking up to the, to the Lord and going, now now is good right now this moment okay life lessons for our faith that we can actually use some of us will some of us won't i encourage you to do so humor that will force you to think why does this guy have a radio show excellent question and bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes your phone calls and more Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. I think we just proved that. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. I think we just proved that. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. It's just that simple. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That process of going through not just the great moments, not just the mountaintops, but also in the valleys below, how we handle our faith. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. If you have a prayer request or a praise report, don't let it die of loneliness. Just got to give us a call, 972 445-0770. When you do call 972-445-0770, when you call that number, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and you'll be sailing in the right direction. It's kind of like a comforting blanket. Nice. You can also text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. When you do text us, 214-210-8483, we sell all your information to spammers all over the place. Okay, that's not true. (laughs) Nobody knows but me. You don't have to put your name on it. I'm just teasing. And then also, if you want to send an email during the show, live during the show, you can send it to david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. comes to my dollar nineteen Chromebook right in front of me. The reason we mention all these things is for you to reach out and touch with us so we can be encouraging and strengthening back towards you, as well as the audience being people who are Christians or thinking about being Christians or have been Christians but have been burned or whatever the status they're in, listening and thinking, you know, I love the part of my Christianity that has the relationship with God element. I want to touch back into that. Maybe you have some people that are just like that in that space and you want them to participate back in the kingdom of God and back into relationship. This is a good place for that to be praying for and to be hoping that they will get in touch with. Here's the other part that we'd love to tell you. Okay, well, we don't love to tell you, but we like you to go to the website because there's some stuff on there that's fun. There's really there is encouraging audio. I will say that the most of uh, the most the best thing, the most awesome thing about the site is the encouraging audio. okay. Then there's some video, some of it's good, some of it's like, eh, it's okay. There's not a lot of jokes on there because most of them I do on the show. And then there's a few other things on there. There's a little picture of a kitchen sink and, you know, Battlestar uh, plans. If you want to build your own Battlestar, we give you that opportunity. You just go up in space and start building it. That's kind of cool. Plus, also, you have that opportunity to give to the ministry if that's what the Lord puts on your heart. If he doesn't, don't worry about it. But you can pray for us. That we need no matter what. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Website he must he must increase dot email david at he must org Facebook he must increase ministry YouTube he must increase ministry Alrighty, so we're getting ready to get into uh, Psalm. Uh, I think we're in Psalm nine. We're gonna get to there in just a second. Couple of things I do need you guys to be praying about. So it turns out. That uh, yours truly, when I did my wonderful balancing act between me, a wet floor, and the door jam in the bathroom area. Uh, so I don't know if I don't even remember if I told you this that originally when they did the first MRI they didn't do it correctly, so I had to go in and get a second MRI. That was fun, and now I might have to get a third MRI. Isn't that fun? But my leg is doing much better. So what I'd like everybody to be doing is just praying that it would make the progress it's making. I have an appointment on Friday. Okay, Friday morning. If for some reason I'm not around, you'll know, Dave got a third MRI. (laughs) It's not funny when the bill comes, but that's not the point. The point is uh, I just need your prayer. Last thing I do need you to be praying about is I have finished all of my work that I am aware of for school, except for final project. And this next two weeks might be, I don't want to say stressful, but challenging because I need to know what it is the Lord wants me to do, and I'm still not sure. I'm just like you guys. There's no difference between me and you. We're just family, right? And this is like uh, it's not like this ministry's oh, he knows everything. <laughs> I don't know anything. And here's what I don't know what the Lord wants to do with it, and I want to make sure I do it the best that I can, just like you do. And uh so I'm praying about it and, and there's like five or six things that are hanging there. I'm just waiting for the Lord to shine a light on one of them so I can go in that direction. In the meantime, pray for me, but more importantly, pray for Noelle that she doesn't lose her mind while I have already lost mine. See? Gotta pray for the spouses. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. That's that's how you gotta do it. Let's get right into the psalm. Psalm chapter 9. We're starting at verse 11. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. When he avenges blood, he remembers them. He, is not, he does not forget the cry of the humble. It's two really awesome things in the beginning of this text, verse 11 and verse 12. The first one is declare his deeds among the people. It's funny that people try to promote or stand by loner Christianity. It's typically what I call Lone Wolf McQuaid Christianity. Okay, Now, that's Lone Wolf McQuaid. That was a movie with Chuck Norris and so on and so forth. But you can't really be a Christian and do it on your own apart from other brothers and sisters because you can't even fulfill this command. Declare his deeds among the people. How are you going to do that if you don't hang out with anybody? Oh. How are you going to love your neighbor if you never will talk to your neighbor? Oh. These are all the things that we have to be connected to and to be aware of. We're supposed to tell people, oh, this is what God did. This is what the Lord did. We open that opportunity on this show for a reason. Is it so that we can fill time? Absolutely. Is it so that you can fulfill a commandment? Absolutely. Is it so that we can be blessed when we hear it? Absolutely. When the Lord does something in your life, you need to share it. You declare his deeds among the people. You tell people what he's done. Not only has he saved you, he's probably answered 10,000, if not 100,000 prayers. He's probably redirected you 100,000 times. Showed his kindness from the top to the bottom and everything in between. Tell people. That's your command. That's your commitment. That's what the Lord expects. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Like, okay. Okay. Now, does that mean you have to stand up on a stage? No. Does that mean you have to call into a show like this? No, not at all. But when you have an opportunity to share what the Lord's been doing in your life, do it. If an open door comes your way, and even if you have that fear, I don't like to tell people, I'm in my Bible study, they know me really well, but I don't like to share. You know, that Sharing could be a tremendous blessing for somebody who's specifically praying and asking God for exactly what you've been, you've been received or you've been touched by. And the, and the Lord's just saying, come on, tell them, tell them what I did, tell them. Just kind of lovingly pushing you in that direction. So that declaration that you make of what he's done, even amongst your family, is important. And not everybody has to love what you say, and they certainly won't love how you say it. Trust me. <laughs> but tell it, because that's what the Lord expects. And then he says this, and this is the part that's great for me, uh, because I do the first part really well. When he and he, when he avenges blood, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. All right. So when I say this relates to me, it's the cry part. Not the humble part. The humble part I'm always working on every day. I even ask the Lord. I don't. I don't. I don't go as far as say humble me, but I do ask Him to help remind me to be humble. <laughs> I don't want God to humble me by circumstance, because that's always a drag. <laughs> but uh, but I do say I, I need to be humble. I need to be more humble. But the crying out to the Lord. So there's a certain way to shout to God that is right and righteous. And then there's a certain way to shout out to God that is dangerous and you're on your own. The way to do it in a danger capacity is to shout out to God and tell him you're not happy with how God is being God. Good luck on that. Okay, I would say you might walk funny, but since I'm already walking funny, I guess it just directly applies. On the other side of that is a genuine crying out to God, a sincere crying out to God in a spirit of humility and a spirit of... Uh, of recognition like we talked about yesterday about your spiritual affliction and your lacking and so on and so forth and saying, I need your help. And just in case you're wondering, God doesn't dislike that. He loves that. And I'm well aware of the ministries that say, never speak those words. Never say stuff like that. You know what? Never listen to those ministries. That, that's what you should do. Because the Lord loves it when his kids cry out and call to him and say, help me, Dad. Because he is our eternal heavenly father. And a father watches over his kids, right? Right? There you go. We'll take that starting point. We'll move from there. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad?
1: What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. (laughs) Come on.
0: Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you?
1: Do you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question? We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And
0: last but not least, do you love some trivia? All
1: right, we got our trivia question. Uh, Who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here I go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is
0: Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Debra. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself.
1: Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me.
0: Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770-KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience?
1: Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death, that's the result, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon. And I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM seven seventy, the Truth Station. That's kaam seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. All right, we have our first trivia question. I didn't. I'm not promising that any of these will be necessarily easy, but they will all be in Genesis. Ooh, see, that's kind of nice because then you know. Well, okay here you go. Who did Abraham entrust with the responsibility of finding a wife for his son, Isaac? Who did Abraham entrust with the responsibility of finding a wife for his son, Isaac. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in at 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at he org. In the meantime, we are going to do our DNA. Make sure everybody's uh, keeping in track with that. It's what we're made of. It's our building blocks. D stands for... Draw closer to the Lord daily, Daily, which means you need to spend every day. How many days? Every day. Do you have to spend the same amount of time with God every single day? No. But do you have to spend every day with God? Yes. There it is. That's it. Should it be a set time? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not sure God cares. If he does, he'll tell you. If you spend enough time with him, you'll be able to hear him. Draw closer to the Lord daily. and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready... To serve. To serve, which means that you are sensitive to God, anything that the Lord wants to use you at as a vehicle, as a vessel of his blessing and of his love. And you are also aware of other people's universes. I was uh, having this little uh, review in regards to how people will sit in church. And I don't know if you've ever done this or not. I have done this. I confess it. I'm not in denial of it. But have you ever sat in church and you get about 20 minutes in to the sermon and maybe it's not the most uh, spectacular, fantastic, over-the-top word you've ever heard? And then the part of you in your brain is like going, what's for lunch? (laughs) <laughs> and then you start thinking, what's for lunch? What would be a good place to go to lunch? Would it be, do I really want to go here? Do I?" And so my point in that is that's exactly when you are only thinking of your universe. It's all focused on you. And I've done it, you've done it, we've all done it, but we want to do a better job of being aware of other people's worlds and universes. And you never know if the very point that the enemy is trying to distract you from is the very one that God is trying to reach you with, so to speak. In other words, there's warfare going on all the time. And for those that are thinking, well, the devil never throws anything in that direction during church— I would uh, caution you against that lack of wisdom deeply so that you can understand that it's a continual fight between good and evil, and the battlefield is you. Okay? That that might just help. All right, the question again, uh, who did Abraham entrust with the responsibility of finding a wife— for his son again you don't have to have the perfect answer just get me close enough so i can smile at you and say that's great and now we'll go into the rest of the teaching just so you guys can know we're doing seven eight books in expository right now we're doing eight, eight different books and i just i i don't i get to go where i want to go like in the next 60 minutes but whenever we're doing expository i'm just following the scripture going in that direction but oftentimes it turns out that there's uh there's in every one of us, a need to hear a certain part of the word, I would take heed to this next portion because I need it, and it makes me wonder if I need it, how many other people need it. This is verse 13. Remember, we just talked about uh, Psalm chapter 9, verse 12, where it says, where he avenges blood, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. Then verse 13, have mercy on me, O Lord. Consider my trouble from those who hate me, you who lift me up from the gates of death. Now I read that and and you know that that uh, King David was a soldier right so you know that there was uh, deep warfare and there was much more death going around around him but when you know that that's in holy writ it's still in holy writ for us for a purpose and part of that purpose is to understand that when you and I come close to the end when we come close to gates of death be it in uh in physical life or in our hope or in our faith or whatever the case may be these statements, these prayers, these petitions by David under the anointing of the Holy Spirit are for us to utilize, and here's what he says. He doesn't say, I'm never having problems, everything's perfect, my confession is so awesome, I never say a bad thing ever, blah, 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 blah. Okay, he doesn't say that. He says, have mercy on me. He's not looking, he's like, have mercy, okay? What's mercy? Mercy is not getting what you deserve. What do you mean? You deserve to be judged, period, for all your sins and all your wrongs and everything you've ever done. In fact, everything you and I have from breathing and beyond is a gift. But when we rebelled, we deserved the judgment of God. God had mercy on us and gave us an opportunity to engage with him directly and not just based on his holiness in the sense that we can't attain it. We attain it through Jesus Christ. So he says, have mercy on me. I'm a mess. I'm right at the end. I'm struggling. I'm really hurting. I need some help. Consider my trouble from those who hate me. You think, well, nobody hates you. Nobody hates me. (laughs) The devil hates you. (laughs) We're talking about that in the next 60 minutes. And you're thinking, oh, wow, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's been disrupting humanity from the garden. He's been ripping apart relationships with God and people connecting to one another in proper ways for all the time that mankind has been in existence. Doesn't matter. That's how well he's got you snowed if you think it doesn't matter. The enemy hates you and allows or tries to coordinate, I should say, not allows, tries to coordinate things in your life that will disrupt you and depress you and discourage you which is when you come before the Lord instead of being all powerful yourself and saying, you know what God? You're bigger, you're stronger, you're wiser, have mercy. Help me out. But I love this last line, it's probably my favorite. You who lift me up from the gates of death. Have you ever felt like you were at the end? Have you ever felt so frustrated you just didn't know what to do? Just like like oh, yeah 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 yeah, that's for many Christians, that's when their third tongue comes out, okay? Not the regular, the third one, you know what I'm talking about? The idea behind that is to understand that we all get to that point where we're right up against it, and we just, we get, you get to like, it's almost like the concept or the principal end of the rope, or in the Psalms, from I think it's Psalm 105 or 107, where it talks about at wit's end. It's like you're at your wit's end. It's like, yikes, this is really getting bad. And it's God who lifts you and I up from the gates of death. And so he, he says it. He says, have mercy on me, O Lord. Consider my trouble from people that they don't even, they don't like me, Lord. They hate me. And lift me up because I, I need help. You know, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling where you're um, on the side of a mountain, <laughs> and you're holding on, and you know you don't have a lot more strength to hold on, and you just need somebody to come and grab your arm and pull you up so that you can kind of throw your body down on the main part of the mountain and just go, okay, at least I'm not going to fall to my death. That's what you need, and you need the Lord to do it. And here's the thing I want you guys to know. Some of you are going through this, and I'm going to say this. I really was hesitant, but I did pray about it. Some of you are going through this in a financial context, and you're just like, I am at the end. It can never seem to, it just never seems to change. And I want you to know something, and this is not, not so you'll be giving to our ministry at all. In fact, don't give to us if you have a response to this. Give it somewhere else. But I will tell you right now that God is the commander of all resources that exist in the universe, and He ain't broke. And that's your dad. I love my in-laws, Bruce and Julie, are just great people. Noel has really been blessed with great parents. Anytime any of Bruce's kids have a problem, he doesn't matter what it takes, he will help them out and get them up. Well, if that's how an earthly dad is, how is a heavenly father going to be, right? I say, well, when's it going to come? Most of the time the answer is when you start believing. <laughs> but you know, but that's, that's a secondary issue altogether. Have mercy on me, O Lord. I can't do this, God. I need your help. Consider my trouble from those who hate me. I am just up against it. Lift me up from the gates of death. Get get me out of this mess. Get me off the side of this cliff. Lift me up and put my feet upon a rock and put a new song in my heart. And let me sing. Put a new song in my mouth and in my heart. And let me sing of your greatness and of your deliverance. That's what you need. That's what I need. That's what you need. That's what we need in him. Right? All right. Let's go back to the trivia question. Yeah? Okay, that's a good idea. Uh, who did Abraham entrust with the responsibility of finding a wife for his son Isaac? What a huge task to be given, right? I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have said sure. It's like, no way. But who did he give it to? So the main answer we were looking for there, it didn't have, you didn't have to give me the exact answer, so I just want to say that, but it would be the senior or the main or the the specific or the key servant of Abraham. Abraham gave his servant that command to go and find a wife for his son. And the idea behind that was Abraham, not really in the position to do that, was entrusting this massively important task to his servant. I just want to point out to you how important this task was. The wife of his son would be the continuation of the promise of God that all the nations would be blessed through Abraham. So Abraham had to have a lot of trust that God would work it out. That's kind of cool, right? That's right. All right, we're going to break here. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame.
0: Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience?
1: Jonathan and David were closely knit, and David made a commitment to Jonathan, and Jonathan said, I I want you to make sure you're not going to take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my... Uh, people and David made that commitment. What I want you to get in Second Samuel chapter four, verse four, is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't, you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000, so it's like huge, right? And he, looked at, he looks around at everybody, and then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, What? <laughs> what? And he goes, you—and, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching, and he's a—oh, was he just one of the best preachers. You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help.